The time, 12.45. The place, the playground of a small school in northern Kentucky. As countless children scramble across the mulch in the cool spring air and their teachers sit by grading papers, one boy is facing a dilemma. He has a choice to make, and that choice will haunt him for the rest of his... Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm the teller of tales, the raconteur, the guy who can keep googling synonyms for the word storyteller but won't, John Seatenberg. Joining me on this podcast is my good friend Laura. Introduce yourself, Laura. I'm Laura Arnold, and this podcast is my fault. I think it's your fault. I don't think that it is. I don't... I'm trying to... Maybe we should tell the listener who doesn't know us. <laughs> who we are. Uh, yeah. We are currently living in Bangor, Maine. And we are working at the Penobscot Theater Company in Bangor, Maine. And usually while we're working together there, I ended up telling some stories. And you were like, you tell a lot of stories, so you should just do something with that. And I was like, oh, let me rope you into doing a podcast where you have to listen to them incessantly. Mm -hmm. And here we are. But I do think that, like our little intro said, that we quickly realized that other people have stories. Everybody has a funny little anecdote that is true if you will that is true we, um uh, to tell the title um shout out to trisha hobbs who gave us that i still can't tell if it was a smack in the face when she did it she says it's a term of endearment so we're gonna go with that um but what exactly is an anecdote laura i think you should cover that one it's a small story yeah yeah it's like it's like a conversational story that goes on um it's like a, it's like a the conversational version of a short story yes Yes, that's, that's, see, you are the better writer. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's what an anecdote is. So we are anecdotal in our format, and a dote is... How would you define it? I would say an idiot. Okay. Just a dumb... End of conversation. That was, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's all I got. I don't have anything. Yeah, so basically we're storytelling idiots. That's uh, what this uh, podcast is about. I think it's I more think... in referring to me, though. That's true, but I do feel like we have proven our point thus far. I, I believe so. We are just a bunch of idiots drinking wine, telling stories. Now for our main segment, the anecdotal dote. John, since you are the benevolent mastermind genius behind this podcast, and we are missing a guest this week, you will be playing our game. The way it works is I have a selected a random word that John has not seen previously. Once that word has been stated, he has to tell a true story based on that word. John, are you ready for your word? Okay. Lay it on me. Okay, well, since um, this is our first podcast, mm -hmm. um, we are also doing more or less the theme of firsts. That's true. I'm just going to throw it out very openly to your first time. And you can take that how you will. <laughs> mm, the black twinkle in your eye. <laughs> 
Um, it could be any first time. It could be first time. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, well, my first time kissing a girl. Mm. It was in her mom's living room. We were watching Taken. I know a very romantic movie. Liam Neeson really just kind of makes your heart a flutter. <laughs> and um, okay, um, she was on her computer working on homework. And I felt the urge to get a little bit closer. And I did. And then I kissed her. Afterwards, we stopped. And then I was like, how was that? And she was like, we got some learning to do for you. And so I felt horrible driving the whole way home. Because <laughs> I thought I'd done a pretty bang up job. Um, but clearly I was not. So she had to educate me on the proper way of kissing. Was that was that an acceptable first? Yeah, I think so. What about for you? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, since we're on the subject of first kisses, my first kiss is also fairly embarrassing. Um... Early in high school, I had was dating this boy who was older than me, but I had only like just, we had only just decided that we were boyfriend, girlfriends. And he was leaving to go to an away football game. As a football player. Yes. Okay. Um, and I, I can't remember why I was in the lobby, but we were in the high school lobby while he was like getting ready to go onto the bus and I was there too for some reason. I can't remember if it was like the end of school or I was on my way to a different class. I think it was the end of the school day. But I was like, okay, bye, like good luck with your game. And he like leaned in to kiss me, but I was super unprepared and he was super fast about it. And I missed his lips. And it was real awkward. And it was also, like, in the lobby of my high school where, like, the rest of the football team was. And, like, some of my friends were around. So when you say you missed his lips, where did you go? Like, his... I don't actually... I think it was, like, his chin. I think I, like... I was close, but, like, not quite. But he, like, also very quickly was like, okay, bye! And then didn't give me a chance to, like, redeem myself. So you had to go that whole weekend at the away game being like, oh, I just made out with his chin. Okay, I've got one. Okay. First time you were ever publicly shamed. Shamed or humiliated? Yes. I feel like they're two different things. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind in my high school, the gym was, like, obviously a pretty big portion of the the school and it had two doors one led directly into the cafeteria the other one led directly into the lobby of the high school i was walking out of the gym in towards the cafeteria what i didn't know when i walked out of that door was that the football team was having their like big spaghetti dinner so every single player in baraboo high school were all in the cafeteria eating spaghetti I walked out, there was a water fountain in the wall. What I didn't realize is that that water fountain had been leaking. So there was a puddle on the floor that I didn't see. So I slipped, grabbed at the wall, and then like fell on my butt in front of the entire high school football team. Okay, okay, that's a good one. What's yours? Um, the biggest one, I guess, we were, my parents were worship leaders at a Pentecostal church in Kentucky, in a small town in Kentucky. And um, we were essentially pastor's kids. And I remember on a Wednesday night, 
we were walking up onto the main stage area of the church and I was standing behind the plexiglass pulpit. Um, so you could see directly through it my, and I was like pretending to be the pastor. There are like a hundred people waiting for ser- for a service to start. And we were just walking around, whatever. And my brother was mad at me. So we walked up, pulled my pants down and took my underpants with it. So I was standing in front of a hundred different people in the middle of church with my um, little general um, <laughs> just hanging out for the world to see. I was absolutely mortified. And that's the, yeah, that's my first time I was ever humiliated publicly. That's pretty awful. That's way worse than mine. I mean, there's no competition there, but yeah. But yeah, you win. (laughs) Do you have any advice to help out our listeners in their everyday life? I do have some advice this week. Um, um, It is knowing the difference between needs and wants. So a want, when I was a kid, I... Uh, my brother and I were were at Walmart and we were in the party aisle with my mother. We were maybe f- six, seven years old and we really wanted a package of balloons. And my mom uh, was like, no, you don't need balloons. We're here to do some shopping. So my mom turned the corner with her cart and I turned to my brother and I said, put those balloons in your pocket. And so my brother put them in his pocket. We left. All was fine. Even though we'd shoplifted, so I was not fine. We were illegal. <laughs> well, we also were very stupid because we did not have the lung or lip capacity to blow up said balloons. So we decided to take them to my mother when we were at home and ask her to blow them up for us. To which she said, where did you get the balloons? And we were like, from Walmart. And so my mom was very angry. She then took us to Walmart where the store manager screamed at us and threatened to send us to prison if we ever shoplifted from her store again. And so that's when I discovered what a want is. A need. When I was in elementary school, I was at recess, as one does in elementary school, and, you know, having fun, playing around on the, the play playground, and I had to use the restroom. And so I went up to my teacher, and I said, Mrs. So-and-so, I have to use the bathroom. And she said, nope, you can hold it. Well, I didn't think that I could. Um, it, it felt like... Uh, Pompeii was coming. Um, And so I I kept trying to insist her. And she said, no, you have five more minutes at the playground. You can hold it. So I tried to hold it. I couldn't hold it any longer. So I crawled underneath the slide, one of the slides on the playground, pulled down my pants and went number two right there in the the mulch. So that's when I learned that a a need is something that you have to have, like the restroom in those moments. and then the worst part was a week later, some kids were underneath there because that was also whenever we played families. I was always the pastor. No one ever wanted me to be the, the husband or the wife in those scenarios. Um, so I was always the pastor who married off everyone. I was the celibate priest. And um, that was one of the houses that they lived in. And uh, they uncovered my deed and said, what is what is that? And I had to say, oh, dog defecated there. <laughs> So there you go. There's my, there's my, um, I guess my advice there would be know the difference between your needs and your wants mm-hmm. and plan life accordingly. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Applause here. Well, I was going to put a sound effect there, but your golf clap really <laughs> did it for me. <laughs> I'm so glad. I guess that is um, it for our first soiree. How are you feeling, Laura? 
I'm not convinced that any of the words that we said are worth listening to, but I hope that they are. <laughs> we do three bottles <laughs> recording this. <laughs> <laughs> so if this isn't good, this is That's a good why. indicator as to why you should not day drink. And if it's good, it's the exact reason why you should day drink. <laughs> also, please subscribe. If you didn't like what you heard, still subscribe doesn't hurt you either way so i guess that's it uh thanks so much for listening (laughs) okay we'll see you next week